For decades at this point, women have been told to have it all, to go out and seize the day and make it all yours. And I'm sorry, that's statistically impossible. You cannot have everything you want at the exact same time. You just can't. It, you, 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 can, you can have everything that you want eventually, like, you know, if you pace yourself, you go throughout your life, you can have things that you want that you prioritize, um, but something's always going to have to take precedence over something else. So if you want to be the CEO of a an international corporation, that's great. There are things that you're going to have to sacrifice along the way. Whatever those things are going to be is going to be up to you. Sometimes you might have to sacrifice friends. Sometimes you might have to sacrifice vacation days. Sometimes you might have to sacrifice clean hair for a day. I don't know. I'm not a CEO of an international corporation. I don't, I've, I've never had to sacrifice in that regard. But there are also things that you're going to have to choose between in the day to day. If you want to have children and you want to uh, be a homemaker for those kids, then uh, people think that you're going to have to sacrifice your career to be able to do that. Are there going to be sacrifices that have to be made? Yeah, there are. Are you going to to have to give up on your dream of being a CEO of a national uh, of an international corporation? No, absolutely not. You just may have to push it down the road, or you may have to retire early. Part of the problem in in this whole have it all attitude is that people think that the idea of being a homemaker is getting in the way. That if, if you want to be a homemaker, then you are sacrificing everything that's actually important. Well, what is a homemaker? Okay, we, we all have seen like the 1950s uh, commercial mockery type stuff where you know she wears a frilly dress and her hair is always perfectly done and she's got her string of pearls and she's vacuuming the floor. Okay, they didn't even do that in the 50s, okay? I know that because my grandmother straight up told me we didn't do that in the 50s. Um, it, you, you, can't, you can't take television and just assume that television is reality. I mean, even the television that we have nowadays that we call reality television is not real. Um, so what is then a homemaker if that's not what it is? A homemaker is anybody who builds a home and... Typically, that's going to apply to women, but it's not something that only applies to married women. Every woman has built a home at one point or another, whether she was it was her college dorm or the first house that she bought or the uh, whatever the apartment that she lived in as a newlywed. We we all have built a home at some point. So what is it that makes a homemaker? What is it that makes a home? Um, there are the traditional ideas of homemaking, you know, cleaning and cooking and um, quilting and sewing and whatever. Sure, those things qualify. But anything that you do that makes your home a home makes you a homemaker, whether you are a full-time homemaker with children, or you're a working mom outside of the home, or you've never had kids. Um, my first home was a hole-in-the-wall shoebox at, at college. It was, the first, it was the first time that I had lived 
um, on my own outside of a dorm setting away from my parents. It was my own little apartment and it was like the tiniest little thing ever, but I loved it. And I, I did everything I could to make that place comfortable for me and for anybody who happened to come by. Not many people did because we were all busy college students, but you know, if they did, um, uh, that, that first year I went out and I bought a Christmas tree and it didn't fit in my apartment because it, I mean, it, it was one of those little like $25 crappy plastic ones that you get from Walmart and it didn't fit in my apartment. So I had to figure out how to make it work. I took off all of the back branches and then like filled in the front and pushed it up against the wall and then decorated that. And, and it was great. I, I still, that was 10 years ago. And, to the, and I think until the day I die, I remember that, how, that apartment fondly because it was my home and it was the first one that I ever built. I didn't have kids. I didn't have a husband. I was just living by myself, but I was still a homemaker. And this, this idea that we have in our heads about what a homemaker is, that, that she has to flit around with a smile on her face and um, she's constantly, you know, making meals for her husband or cleaning up after her kids. And I just got to ask, what's wrong with that? Like, why is that a problem? If that's the life she wants to live, why are we condemning her for it? There was a woman in Australia a while back, and I think I've talked about this before, but she, her husband ran a mixed martial arts gym, and she would wake up at four o'clock in the morning so that she could make breakfast for her husband, and then she would um, do her morning workout, and then she would get her kids ready for the day, and then she would go to the gym. She homeschooled her kids. It was she was, she was doing a video of it, and it was just really sweet. And some news agency in Australia got a hold of it, and the two women were just mean about it. They were making fun of her. They were, you know, telling her to go back to the 50s. They were saying, you know, well, my husband, well, he would just have to make do for himself. I'm not waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's like, you know, just because you feel inadequate, next to this absolutely gorgeous woman who's able to do all of this stuff doesn't mean that you have the right to talk down to her. Just because you're a career woman, uh, that, that you have made it somehow, doesn't mean that what she's chosen to do with her life is any lesser. And, you know, if she were making fun of these, these female anchors, I would be just as quick to defend them. Why is there dissension amongst the ranks? Why are, why are women being catty against women? We should be each other's biggest supporters, or each other's biggest cheerleaders. We should rally around each other and, and say, you know, the life that you wanna live is totally valid. Let's help you live your best life. But instead, we're trying to tear each other down so that we can feel better about ourselves. Why? There's enough nastiness in the world without women being nasty to each other. Whether you're a working mother or a, a single mother or a working single mother or a stay-at-home mom or you haven't had kids yet or you're still a child yourself and you don't know if you ever want kids, that's all fine. What's more important is that we reach out a helping hand to each other. We're there for each other when we need, a, when we need help because everything else that, has, that was 
created to be of help to women has been has been destroyed. Everything that used to build up the family, everything that used to build up womanhood, femininity, has been taken away from us. And the only thing that we really have left are each other. And if we are willing to go the way of the world and be more, be more likely to tear each other down and build each other up, then there won't be anything left. And we're all just going to have to fend for ourselves. And that's not the world I want to live in. So I'm going to do my best to be nice to everybody I meet, to be happy for the people who are happy, and to help people who might need a little bit more help. That doesn't make me a saint. I hope it just makes me human. Because if there's one thing that connects us all together, what, whatever our differences, we're all human. And we all deserve the right to be treated like humans. So go out, be nice to each other, be a homemaker, be one of those people who can create a space where other people can come and feel welcome because that's what a home is. It's a place where you feel welcome. Thank you.